that when this session is over, Nistros, her job is finished. But you remember that God said, what I'm talking to by about today is this, that she's a woman that will listen to people. Did you remember the prophet say so? So what has happened today? She listened to people. She made a decision. People criticized it. They argued it. And there was a revelation in it. So she withdrew it. I want us to be very, very detailed. Whenever God speaks among us, you know, we who are the very recipient of the prophecy, we must, we must cherish it. Because I will be teaching you today uh, on looking at the, the word of faith, declaration, and prophecy in the light of prophetic direction. You know, yesterday I told you, anybody who operates in faith, the next thing that happened in the Bible, throughout the Bible, is that God will now speak and give him direction. You get it now? So faith is so powerful. Then we recognize also that anybody who operates in prophetic declaration, the moment that happens, God will speak to them and give them direction, prophetic direction, I call it. Then we understand the fact, too, that what I'm going to end it up today, because I want every one of you to know that you can get anything from God that you want. God is not so complicated, as many people have called him. There's a place for fasting, which I beg you to do regularly, okay? For your own sake, not for God's sake, for your own sake. If you do fast very well, and you pray regularly, and you read the word, as I'm telling you, you have completed all the rituals necessary for self-development. And of course, I told you about speaking in tongues. Advantage of praying in tongues is when your physical body is weak, if you can pray in tongues, you will build up your spiritual, turbocharge your spiritual, and the physical weakness will vanish. At the same time, too, in praying in tongues, you know, when you meet situations, you can't understand in human understanding, so that you will not know what to pray about. There are situations that are complicated, that your human reasoning cannot decipher it, and you can't pray, you cannot know what to pray. If you want to pray, you must know what you want to pray about. So when you don't know, you pray in tongues. Because when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself or you build up yourself. That is, you build up yourself. That self is the spirit, not the body. So that when your body builds up to the capacity, illumination will come, understanding will come, and utterance will come, and you begin to utter the right thing in prayer. Because so in prayer, prayer is so, it's so necessary in prayer for you to know what you are praying about. And Jesus demonstrated that by talking to those who are sick, and they are before him, and Jesus is actually asking them, what do you want? Why would Jesus ask a blind man, what do you want? Because there's a principle there that you must understand, that when you pray, you must not pray amiss. That is, you must pray, your prayer must be targeted. You must pray a reasoned prayer, which means from information and understanding you are praying. The reason why many people pray like chatterbox and they never get results is because they sometimes they pray amiss. You know, if you have an understanding of what you really want from God and you stand by the word of God and pray, you will get it done. So, but tonight, I think, let me talk before I break bread. Bring my podium, please. Because it seems as if the Holy Spirit wants me to speak to you first. Put it here, please. Yes, today is just a summary 
But I'm sure that you have all been blessed by the, the lecture over the past few days. Come on, let me hear you. Things have been made very clear. What I want to leave you with, you are going into 2023. 2023 is a different year. The fullness of 2023 have not been fully revealed yet. But we began to see in parts. We began to understand in part. And when I told you that before I traveled to Nigeria, that I saw the calendar of the year spread before me in the spiritual. You understand? And I began to read it. But I was able to read a face. And I told you that we still have a lot to read in the realm of the Spirit concerning next year. You know, what I would not want you to do is to just feel that Apostle is the one who should read it. No, you can read it too. Well, in this season, every one of us, because we have the capacity to read, after my lecture, practice it, and you begin to read some part of it, so that you can bring to us what the Holy Spirit revealed to you about next year. And I can bring my own, and everybody can bring. Then we can see the whole thing that the Holy Spirit is saying. You know, the, what God is challenging us in this house is this. You, you don't compare this church with any church because everybody has a mandate and um, assignment. But the assignment you have, the salvation of the United Kingdom is on your shoulders. You remember I told you what the Lord revealed to me about United Kingdom? for which God raised Christ with tabernacle, is yet to be fulfilled. I thought it would be fulfilled in the life of the queen. But when the queen died, I recognized that the Lord will fulfill it in the life of the king. So it means that every one of us are being prepared by God, being programmed by God, so that we can, when, it, when the visitation comes, you will not be a spectator. So you must have the mind to read because what I read to you that day about England, the United Kingdom, is happening to details. Really what I read to you about Nigeria, I'm just pulling that together. When I went on this trip to Nigeria, it happened exactly. That's what Nigeria is going through now. So if God told us, you know, from a whole scroll, and we're able to read just a segment of the scroll, and those things happen immediately because God said from next month and it's happening till next year. Then all of us must be very eager to read the scroll of God. I believe we agree together. Yes, we agree together. So now let's go ahead now. Let me just take you through what the Spirit is saying to you today. So we look at prophetic utterance which is a prophetic that comes when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you speak what you do not know. Then we talked about prophetic declaration, where circumstance becomes or becomes so terrible and ugly, and you are provoked in your spirit that there must be a stop to this or a change in this, and then you speak to those situations, things that should be. Then we spoke about word of faith, where it is like an encourager. And the, 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 the example I gave you yesterday before we, we, we close, or which was the major this, the deliberation of yesterday, is Exodus. Let's look at it again. 
If I read from verse 11, because of those of you who just in joining today, then we will call, we'll take over from 13. It says, they said to Moses, was there no, there no grave in, in Egypt that you brought, that you brought us to, be, to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Did, didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. And then a major, you know, deliberation. Moses answered the people, one, what did he say? Come on, let's say it together. Say it again. But understand. Understand, there are some things that you must understand, principles that you must understand. It works for everybody. Anyone who is ignorant of them, we just know that the prince, the, you know, somebody spoke and God honored it, but we know how it will speak, nothing will happen. This is the principle. The first thing was that the people that Moses laid out discouraged Moses. The people he gave his life to, he abandoned his career as a, as a shepherd to come and, you know, lead these people out of bondage. He, 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 he argued with God that he does not want to go. To the extent that, you know, God was going to kill him. His wife just saved him by circumcising his son. You need to read all from chapter 1 to see what Moses went through in trying to get these people free. Okay? And the terrible condition of these people, and yet they spoke against him. Okay? But Moses ignored their statement. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. You who want to reply every insult, remember that if you are dead, no matter what insult they insult you, your dead body will not speak. Did the Bible not say that you are living dead? Hmm? Present yourself. What? So sacrifice, when you sacrifice an, uh, an animal, does he live? No, he dies. I will look at chapters 5 and 6 of Romans. It tells you that the death you die is to the world. And the life you live is unto God. Every time a Christian is more alive to the flesh, he dies to the spirit. He cannot see, he cannot hear, he cannot understand. So for a Christian... To be alive in the spirit, it is the rate of how much you are dead to the world. Why are you with me now? Come on, come on, come on, let's speak. You must not omit, you must not bypass. Because what of faith, what it produces is so good. Declaration, what it produces is so good. Anybody can declare. But understand that in terms of keep fast too. They weren't casting out demons in the name of Jesus. But then there was a difference between the sons of Kephas and, the, and Peter and Paul. And so the demon had to say that, oh, 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 what's happening? You have been casting out, out, chasing us all over the whole place. We recognize that your name is not in the record book of those who are alive in the spirit, but dead to the flesh. So they chased them and tore them to pieces. So Moses was not about what people say. Moses has a mandate from God, and that is what he faces. People will say, people will say, put a big cotton wool into the air that hears what people say. 
and block it completely. What people say does not make you. All right? What people say does not describe you. It does not define you. After people say wrong thing about you and you are waiting to try to argue with them, you are just wasting your life and time. Because somebody who spoke, spoke from his opinion and your talk talk cannot change their opinion. Are you with me now? So that's one of the principles that disallow believers from growing in the spiritual. So Moses didn't answer them. He didn't answer them. Oh, I did all this for you. He did, he did nothing. God did it through Moses. And Moses recognized that. So he does not demand appreciation from men or someone to praise him. Moses does not. So that's the reason why Moses could operate in that divine power. Am I talking to you now? This is the general overseer, the bishop, Moses. Beyond that, he's the deliverer. He was a type of Jesus. The Bible says so for the people of Israel. And yet, no wonder when Jesus came to the scene also, when they insulted him and did everything, he didn't answer them. He just went for the mission. Satan wanted him to fail in the mission, but he did not. Even when, they, when he was on the cross and they were talking nonsense, he would have said that, Lord, look at this, this exclude them from salvation. What he said is that, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they think. Are you with me now? You need to put on a new heart. I wish I, will, I could anoint you tonight. Who knows if the Lord, if the time permits me. Because the Lord was speaking to me about anointing you for a new heart. I thought I would do it on Sunday before, but I could, I, you know, the time wasn't there for me to do it. When you are anointed, you must operate the heart for which you are anointed. A heart of a slave, that was a heart that Saul had. The tallest man in the whole country, but the, 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 the man, the, the, the most fearful man. I would be now. Oh, after he was anointed, God had to change that heart to a lion's heart. And then the same thing God did to Gideon, change that heart to a warrior heart, a person who had been on the run. So don't forget that. I've spent time on these because it is the, I would say, the most important before we go into the miraculous. However, if we look at our scriptures, in verse 13, it continues that Moses turned to them and answered them and said, do not be afraid. That is word of faith. Word of faith is a word of encouragement. When word of faith comes up, people are encouraged. People who have been downcast, they'll be encouraged. Are you with me now? And I've said to you, never speak word that will discourage others. Because what is seed, what you sow, will come back to you in harvest. I would mean now, so if you're an encourager of people, you will receive harvest of encouragement from various people. But if you're a person who tried to validate or put people down by your word, you will receive the same reward as fruits from other people who you will, you will also depend upon. Am I talking with you now? And Moses, he is such a great example. He is, a, is, a, is an example of Christ himself, which the Bible tells us. So do not be afraid, he said to them. Stand firm, and you will see 
the deliverance of God. That's the reason why when the Lord told Joshua that you are now taking over because Moses is dead. If you look at the scripture of Joshua from chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, God was telling him, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. You need not be afraid. Why? Because Joshua will meet an army that is more powerful than his army. Many. He will be sent on errand that is bigger than him. That he cannot humanly, he does not humanly have capacity to succumb. And in those days, God wanted him to remember that as God was with Moses, he would be with him. And that's what saw Joshua through. To the place of chapter, chapter 11, when he commanded the sun to stand, see where the, the valley of Ajalon story begins from chapter 10. We must understand this. He says, stand firm, don't be afraid. And I think also that before I leave that territory, I need to remind you that you know, some of you, it's very easy for you to tell other people, don't be afraid. What about to yourself? Huh? You must tell yourself, don't be afraid. You must not talk all these words to your situations. You know, when people are going through, it's easy for you to say, ah, no, no, no. Come on, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Are you with me now? But what God wants you to do is this. Let it be a pattern for your life. Because if you are just saying the son to be strong in the Lord and when your own situation comes, you're not telling yourself to be strong, it's because it's not a pattern of your life. Why did you tell somebody that don't worry, God will do it? Because you took away your eyes from the circumstances and you put your faith in God. Do it for yourself too. Do it, I mean, desperately for yourself. This month, God will answer you. All these shackles, God is breaking them as I'm speaking. There's no reason why God will not answer you. Are you with me now? So, but I told you whenever people declare faith, the next thing that will come is declaration, prophetic declaration. Stand firm and do not be afraid. Then he said, for the Egyptians you see today, you see them no more. And that is prophetic declaration. You see how they work together? And so in verse 14, the Lord, it says the Lord will fight for you and you will need to know. And that is word of faith. He began from faith, he ended with faith. But in the midst of that, he began with word of faith. He went to declaration, prophetic declaration, and he began in faith. He ended up in faith. You need not to fight. For the, for, 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 for the, Lord, the Lord will fight for you. You need, you need only to be still. Now, if you look at God then in verse, 11, uh, verse 15, it is then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying to me? Tell Israelite to move on. Now, be very careful. This is now what we are looking at today. Tell Israelite to what? Move on. <laughs> move on to where? Into the sea. Hello? There is no road. God said move on. Hallelujah. You know, God made it good because it, it was not mountain before them. Because if God said to them to move on, they will still have courage to climb the mountain. These are guys who have been slaves all their life. They were born in slavery. They grew in slavery. So they have no self-esteem or self-confidence at all whatsoever. There are people who are used to eating what they give them. And when they said that, stop eating, they stop eating. So they have no, no confidence in themselves. 
So God wanted to teach them confidence by his might. So he said, go into the sea. They don't know how to swim. <laughs> Hello. But then that is prophetic direction. When you are in a crossroad, what shall I do, O Lord? And you speak in the name of the Lord. Let there be lights in this place. Solution tonight, I speak. And then the word of love will come to you. The word of love will come to you. It says, why are you crying? Tell them to move on. Then he said, raise your staffs and stretch out your hands over the sea to divide the water. I like, let's speak as God does construct a sentence. <laughs> it's very interesting. God said, raise your staff and stretch out your hands like that over the sea to divide. That is the instruction that will divide. Once your hand is raised and your staff is straight, the sea will be divided. That is the instruction. You know, he didn't say strike the sea, isn't it? Remember the place where Moses made a blunder. God said, touch the rock, and he smote the rock, and that caused him his life. It caused him his life. When God gives divine direction, you must do it. Um, I wish I would have a time to just look at Moses for you, so that we can compare this Moses who operated here with the Moses who disobeyed and then lost his life. So that you can understand, God is not a respecter of man. And when God, when you are dealing with God, God does not want you to allow a third party's influence to affect his, your dealing with Him. It means you undermine God. Are we together now? I teach ministers a lot about this because I don't think a lot of ministers know this. And I told them, this is one of the things the Lord taught me. The church will never, will never make me preach. That is, what you do will not become my sermon. Except what you are doing is a testimony. I would gather, if the church messes up, I cannot go to this place and be angry. That altar is not meant for anger. When I reach the altar of God, I must revere and reference the God of the altar. So that my wife did something I'm angry, not to this altar. That anger will stop at the door, really not inside the synagogue, the church of God. That anger will stop there. If you cannot control yourself like that, you need to deliver yourself by yourself. You don't need any minister to deliver you. <laughs> you lay hands on your head and say, <laughs> anger of me and here we go here we go I will get to now that is what God put the life of Moses short you are getting now but let's look at these riddles and jokes of God so God told him to search his hand and raise his staff and then the, the water will divide I want you to see how God walks behind the scene so that his own children can take glory. I would mean that God will teach you to do business. So everybody will say, it's a successful business plan. Isn't it? It will help you in academics. Well, so he's a genius. But God is the one behind it. God 
derive pleasure in that. I mean, you are father. Don't you, are you not so happy when you help your children, give them more what they need, all the extra lessons, and then they come out good. You say, my child did this, isn't it? You will say, I paid for extra lesson. No, no, that's nothing to boast about. Because if you say, I paid for extra lesson, they will say that, what kind of testimony is that? What will you have done if you don't pay for extra lesson? If, what about if you pay for extra lesson and the child didn't pick it up? So that is how God operates you. And I'm showing two sins. This sin, God said that Moses, you raise yourself and then the water will part. And he said, so that Israelite may go through the sea on dry ground. Aha. What about the rest of the people who were complaining? Did they hear God here? No. So in church, if your heart is not in line with God, People will hear prophecy, they will hear the word, Rema word, that will change their life. But you are there, you are looking. Because your heart is not connected. In the same church, we have three or four cripples here. And then we pray and say that the Lord will heal you now. Help in the name of Jesus. One God of the two remain. You know, because it is because of where they send their mind. The other one that got up is because the way he sent his mind, construction of his mind. The other one, since he had been hearing the word, I've been expecting a command, like that man at the beautiful gates, and trying to get something. But the other ones still expect that they will lay hands on us like Jairus, to go to your house and speak in all manner of tongues, German and Dutch tongue mixed together, Lay hands and head and belly on the child and say, Rise up. You know, there are some Christians like that. If you don't push their head and rub them on the floor and roll them and pull their leg, they don't believe that God is working. Isn't it? They just like somebody to mess them up. Then they will say, There is how? Amen. Christians like that. Christians like that, when I come about them, you know, it's always a problem for them because. When I annoy people, you know, outside, I always tell the people that if you fall, I will get you up. Because my anointing does not make you fall. My anointing should change your system. Not to lay hands on you so that you can be falling. If you want to fall, go out there, fall well, well. Come back, let me lay hands on you. It is your heart I need and your spirit, man. Not you falling and shaking and running all over the place. I mean, I've been in many meetings that people just, I, 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 I won't lay hands. I'm just putting, bringing my hand. If I, Get up, my friend. Bring her up. What's matter with you that you're falling? Stand. The Bible says you should stand. Isn't it? It didn't say you should fall. Stand therefore. After doing everything to stand. Stand firm, he says. It didn't say fall firm. Are you with me now? I get him off. <laughs> I won't tell you the story about that now. So, because I've been in places that people fell. When I say get up and look into their eyes, they have demons inside them. They are trying to avoid my hand. And I said, look, one of them said, brace yourself as a, as, a, as a woman. I want to lay hands on you. And that was the most respected woman in the, com- in the company, in the church. Lay hands on her now. In the name of Jesus Christ, she rolled like, a, like a, you know, this animal that's rolling inside. Hedge girl and roll straight to the back. The demons in her were screaming. I told the bishop that it's your passenger. I'm finished with her. <laughs> Go and carry her. 
If you have people who are prayer warriors here, let them go and use that for exercise. And that is the woman who stabbed me when I came. She was all over the place telling me, oh, tea or coffee? I said coffee. She had done my coffee. I said they don't do coffee for me because they don't know how much coffee I like. She had mixed up everything. Hospitality too much. And when she was doing it, God didn't reveal anything to me about her. I said, what a wonderful woman. You know, with all this, there are nails. The nails are... Lions don't really have such nails. They have to go to school of training before their nails can go like that. All this stuff and the faces and the eyes, everything. But you know, I don't think anybody who does that had demons. That, that's the, demon is not my first priority. It's man. Yeah? Somebody may just be sold out in his brain to walk demons and do those things. I mean, they have demons. But this one, when the prayer line came and my eyes changed and I saw, ah, ah this one like Wendy. Hallelujah. So anointing you is to manifest the God inside you. Not to make you fall at all. To fall is nothing. You see, God told Moses, I stretch your hand and the, the, the sea will pass. But if you look at it, the Israelites did not hear the instruction because they have a different mind. And verse 7 says, I will harden the heart of of the Egyptians, so that they may they will go in after them, after Israel, and I will gain glory through Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and his horsemen. The Bible says the secret of the Lord abides with those who fear him. The secret of the Lord abides with those who fear him. Why God was opening the mind of Moses and discussing this with Moses, everybody was there, but they never had God. You know why? He was the only one who spoke word of faith. Then he had the God to speak declaration prophetic. So then God had the right to reveal to him prophetic direction. If you are confused, God cannot reveal anything to you. You have to recognize word of faith, declaration in the name of the Lord. Direction will come from God. It is a pattern throughout the Bible. Throughout the Bible. You know, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter, chapter 11, verse 6, it says, without faith, no one can what? Please God. Now, when you do something that pleases God, will he not speak to you? So that's it. That's it. Instead of complaining, why me or why whatever, tell me the secret of the why should this happen? Why don't you ask God for a solution? The time you are asking for a solution, why it's happened, somebody else might have said to God, give me a solution. You ask God why it's happening, God tell you why, but he didn't give me a solution because it's why you asked for. What's your business with why something happened that is not right? Get a solution first, then if you want to go and investigate why, then go and follow why. Because the important thing is where to get the solution, isn't it? Yes? Come on now, is that true? If I have a problem, I come to you, a prophet, you are telling me that the reason why you have the problem is I say, prophet, stop that. Stop my problem. Whatever reason I don't want to hear, solve that problem first. When you solve it, then tell me the reason. Maybe I will learn from the reason. I won't do that anymore. But what I want, that I may see. That's what the blind man said to Jesus. And Jesus didn't ask him, why are you blind? 
Just what you want. Understand the word of God with the spirit of insight. So he says here, the Egyptian will know that I am God, I am the Lord, when I gain glory hmm, through Pharaoh, his chariots, and his husband. Now this is the principal reason why God called Moses. He wanted to put an end to the man that calls himself God in the affairs of this world, who was Pharaoh. I know it was a mighty nation. Many nations fear him. They fear they were the world power of that time. I think I told you Nahum that if you don't read Nahum, you will see more of one. So when God began to speak about what will happen to Africa, what is happening today in Africa. And Egypt was mentioned there too. They were world power. So, verse 19. <laughs> Shall we read it together? So you hear here the angel of the Lord God, who had been traveling in front of Israel's army, withdrew and went behind them. First, understand this. I told you yesterday when the word of God comes out, God watches over it. And we spent time two days ago. Looking at various references in the book of Genesis 1, when God said, let there be, and God saw. Let there be, and God saw. Anywhere the word of God is spoken, either in heaven or on earth, the eyes of God is on his word. Whether it is spoken by the mouth of an angel or spoken by the mouth of a saint of God, the eyes of God is upon the word. That's the reason why Give back to the world. Speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it, speak it. You will be it. You will be it. Nothing is impossible for you. Are you with me now? You must leave this place and change every other circumstances in your life. Come on, say amen, somebody. You must. Bat the word of God out of your lips. Speak the word of God to God. He said, you walked off my hand, command you me. That is what he meant. Tell me my word. I'm having headache. Yes. But Lord, I'm healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Not I am healed. I am healed. It's different. Lord, heal my headache. It has become your headache. I didn't know where you inherited it. My head is aching me. That's correct. Don't say that if my head is aching, my enemy. You are the one that is aching. That's a lie. <laughs> Before the Lord, you're lying. Lord, I don't feel comfortable. That's the reality. I feel weak now. That's the reality. But you turn to that vessel that is weak. Let the weak say what? I am strong. You say the first time you are still weak. Repeat it again. Let the weak say what? I am strong. You still feel a little bit, carry that body and roll forth to the ground. Strong in the name of Jesus, and you see that sign will come, you get up. Because God will watch over his word to make sure it happens. Are you with me now? So in this scripture, the Bible says, the, the moment God spoke, 
Moses has not stretched his staff. But when God gave prophetic direction, the angel of the Lord that is guiding the front had God, and he knows the mind of God, that God wants to take glory. This is still God wanted to take glory. In other words, God wants to mess up Pharaoh. So that angel left the place. Aha, I love it. The pillar of clouds. <laughs> and then he says, the pillar of cloud also moved. Now what, what about the one that said the angel of God? If you look at when Israel left Egypt in chapter 13, verse 21, by day the Lord went ahead of them in the pillar of cloud. Of course, we saw the Lord went with them in the pillar of cloud. So God is not the pillar of cloud, but the pillar of cloud is his covering, is his glory. And he was going with them inside the pillar of cloud. And when people saw that, they said, that is the God of Israel. And fear runs through all nations. That the, the news of Israel coming went to Syria while they were still in Egypt. Every nation ahead had it. Persia had it. Babylon had it. Because God was in the pillar. And he was walking in the day. But if you look at, it says also that he got them by day on their way. And by night, a pillar of fire. You see that it didn't say God there. A pillar of fire. No wonder, when we look at what God said, just in that chapter um, um, 14, God said, the angel of, the, of God, Instead of the pillar of fire. The angel of God. Did you see that? Come on out, church. Do you see that? Why are you looking at me like that? Okay. Let's read together. <laughs> read this one. Shall we read together? It has been traveling where? Uh-huh. All right, so here you see angel and pillar of cloud, isn't it? Now, look at 1321, chapter 1321. And let's see the two people who are leading them. The two people leading them here is the angel and the pillar of cloud. So what did he say there? By day. So here you hear pillar of fire and pillar of cloud. And pillar of fire is by night. And then in that chapter 14, it says God was in the pillar of cloud, which in the day. But in the night, instead of calling it fire, it said the, the angel of God. Are you getting me now? Here you have pillar of fire and pillar of cloud. Isn't it? Are you settled with that? Okay, let's go back to that 14. Then it says, the, the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of the army, huh, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from, from in front 
and stood behind. So the angel here is who? Is what? Come on, talk to me. The angel here, the angel of God and the pillar of cloud. What is missing here? Fire. So if you look at that, 13 says fire and cloud. Correct? Here say the angel of God and the pillar of cloud. So which means then that the angel is what? Is what? Say it loud. It's arithmetic, not mathematics. This is equal to that. Yes? So, in the first one it says, fire and cloud. Fire leads them in the night, cloud leads them in the day. This one it says, now, the angel and the cloud came back, which means it was in the night. Are you getting me now? Because that angel gives light in the night, but the cloud is in the day that he's in their midst. Are you with me now? Hey, quiet you understand me. Can I hear you guys there before I want to move? Are you settled now? Come on, now, 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 say amen. Beautiful. Now, let's see further. This is not philosophy. This is just the word. The angel that was leading them, who was the fire, left and then came to the back. And the cloud in whom God was dwelling also came and stood behind. All right. So, you will see what happened here. The Bible says further in this verse, what took place after that? It says, coming between the armies of Israel and uh, Egypt and Israel, throughout the night, did you hear it? That's the angel, the fire. So it says, throughout the night, because it's the, the, the fire that leads them by night. Israel must see by night, but the cloud come in the day. So the cloud and the fire came behind Israel, between Israel and Egypt. It says, throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to who? To one side. And where is the one side? Egypt. And light to the other side, the fire. Who brought them the light? The angel. Angel of fire. Do you remember when Jesus was to resurrect in chapter 28 of Matthew? But said the angel of Lord came down. He says his appearance was like fire, lightning. That angel does not have human body, like form of a human. It was a lightning, continuous flashing of lightning. Who will see that and wait? Excuse me. God has so many arsenal. You need to understand it. So pray that God, I want to see that angel, and he will show it to you. There's so many things in the Bible that we can just be excited and pray concerning. Our mind is too much in something else. You want to watch all of him? This is one of it. When the angel now came, this is what is happening. One side, he made them sleep, and they began to snore. 
in the night. The other side, it made them very active because they could see. So God himself was the one who stood opposed. It's God who said he wanted to take glory, isn't it? So he stood by the Egyptians. Before the Egyptians. And the angel, which is the angel of Israel, stood behind God. And that angel lit the whole front for Israel. And God formed a barrier of day and night. And then made this guy sleep to stupor. He wanted to flex his muscle. God will flex his muscle over you. <laughs> My Lord, the word of God is so deep. So for the God, Paul Pharaoh, when God stood opposed to Pharaoh, he now wanted Pharaoh to show that he's God. Before his people. But for Israel, it was night. But it was like day. Because that angel, that angel that is fire, I think the, the light of that angel is more than LED. It's more than LED daylight. They were just like in the day, though it was darkness. They can't see any star. They kept on walking and walking and walking. So when he did that, there was a gap. Why did God do that? Because the enemy has closed gap. So much gap to destroy Israel. God is so interesting. We really need to understand. Read the scriptures, you'll find all these things. So, throughout the night, cloud brought darkness to one side. <laughs> you are the side of the light. Amen. Pastor 1 says, then Moses stretched out his hand. Did you see that? So God helped Moses to be settled so that he can do the command, he has said. Isn't it? He stretched out his hand over the sea. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong easterly wind and turned it into dry ground. The waters were divided. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Look, God said to Moses, stretch your hands and your rods, lift it up, and the water will be divided. That's instruction. Moses stretched his hand. Who, who divided the water? The Lord. <laughs> How did he divide it? In chapter 15, when Miriam was prophetically singing. She said, with the blast of your nozzles, the waters congealed. How many of you did physics before? Then I reminded about congelation. You know, when you have an either, and you find it, it congeals. Anomalous expansion. That's what it's called in physics. You blow your fridge. When your fridge goes cooler, Minus, from zero to minus four, what has become what? Ice. That's just it. So God came and went. And the waters went. <laughs> Let me explain to you the physics of this. Is there anyone here who did oceanography or hydrography? Okay, if you did oceanography or hydrography, you will agree with me that some things they call cousins. When we do echo sounding of the seabed, you will see that <clears throat> on the seabed are mountains, hills, rocks. So the seabed is not a place where it's just sand. No, 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 no. That's the reason why 
A ship that is not well equipped with an echo sounder, the rudder will soon hit a rock and it will break in the high sea. So, when the Bible says God blasts his nostrils, see always at a time, slow to one direction. So, if the sea put into two here, and the direction is on right to left, all the waters on the left, she just wash away and you see ground all over the place. Because we have blocked the inflow. But with Moses, God didn't do that. God stood, blew his nostrils. The water running downstream reversed and began to climb. The waters that are coming from the upstream, they stopped by the blowing of the nostrils of God. But the water that have already passed going downstream were pulled back. My, my, my. What, God, what can God not do? He reversed their, 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 their direction so that on the left and the right are mountains of water. Yes, they are frozen instantly. And all the chasms, all the stones, all the pebbles, all the rocks and stuff, blown away by the, by the wind of God. There is no stone in that very river. It has blown everything away. Hey, if there was a mountain between that part, melted, vanished, because the children of God want to walk through the dry ground. It was not a marshy ground. It dried up instantly. But on the left and right are still their marsh, are still their cousins, are still their stones. And the, protecting them from any water coming, the waters just beside them became a fence of snow. It congealed the principle of congelation. Look, you need to understand the wisdom of God how can you imagine it? That's why those who believe that they come from a ape, just look at them. It's madness. You cannot understand how God created the whole world from man. But at least you can tell me that my father was one person. My mother was one person. But he gave back to six of us. And the six of us have given back to so many people. So if that happened to us in our lifetime, if I go to my grandfather, my grandfather's children on earth today, they are more than 1,000. Because my grandfather married so many wives. And they gave back to so many children. So, if that happened to me, and happened to you, trace your grandfather and your father's father, father, you will discover that the simple story of the Bible that God created one man, and out of one man everybody came. A foolish man should know it. Yes, those who say that they are wise are foolish. They don't understand it. You cannot imagine God. He says, your ways are not my ways, neither are my thoughts your thoughts. Chapter 55, from verse 7, before we went to verse 11 that talks about my word that came out of my mouth, will not come back to me. <clears throat> I'm explaining this to you because I want your faith to go beyond human reasoning. Are you with me? You are thinking of how God will solve a problem. You can't think about it. He has several ways by which you can do it. You are comparing yourself with somebody. Come on, forget it. It's your heart. Speak the word of faith. Speak declaration and see what God will do. See what God will do. God gave you visions and dreams. 
and you are looking at yourself, how can you fulfill it? How can you? Are you the one who manufactured the vision? Are you the one who gave yourself dream? God gave you dream. You are thinking about how you do it. The one who gave the dream, he will do it anyhow. He will do it anyway. Come on now. Expand the territory of your imagination. Get ready to go into the depth of God's imagination. Waters congealed. The land lifted up. Debris cleared away. God will do the same thing for you. That's why nobody comes in with problem. No matter how complicated a problem, I just laugh at it. <laughs> because we have a God who had known the problem before you came, and he knew that you come and tell me before you came to tell me. So who am I or who I am? Than to say, there is no problem. Then I say, no problem. Then I go to the God who brought you to me, who instructed and directed your feet to come and talk to me. And I go into Christ in God and speak to that situation. He must obey. Obey. You know, sometimes when I pray among you, I say, Lord, permit me to sit in my office. <laughs> when you hear that, something else is taking place. Anytime I say that, what comes out of me, you will not believe it. When I say I stand in Christ in God and I speak, anything I say must happen. Because that is you too. We are in Christ in God. We're not just mortal men. We are spiritual beings with God inside us. Don't leave this place today and behave the same way you used to behave before. You didn't get what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. I'm talking about, I'm trying to help you to understand the brain of God. And that's just a fragment of it. A grain I'm talking to you about. So God blocked the enemy. And then while his children, you know, carried out the instruction. I love that God. He will be my God forever. What about you? He <laughs> said the water was divided. And Israelite went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on the right and the left, that's what I have explained to you. Because it is impossible for a wall of water to be on the right and then be on the left too. That is impossible in the mathematics of man, in all our sciences, in astronomy and also, uh, you know, uh, oceanography and the rest of them. Water cannot be on the left and right and become uh, and congeal. It's impossible. It's impossible. Look, let me tell you, the way God will deal with your life will be something that is impossible to the mind of man. Are you with me? I want to have confidence in this God. Just have confidence in this God. Just have confidence in this God. It is not for joke that God allowed his son to die. Don't you understand? God paid the price by, by separating himself from his son that he loved so much. Now he cannot do that for nothing. For those who believe in him, God gave them power and the right to become sons of God. And sons of God who speak like God. That's what God is saying to you. Speak like God. Act like God. Behave like God. See like God. You can do it. Everyone who believes in his name. This is just your right. I love this. So we now said. Can you imagine? Come and see one-sided war. He says. The Egyptians pursue them. Because the fire... The pillar of cloud left them. You know that that time now that Moses has done it, God had left the pillar of cloud because the Bible says God looked down. Hmm? Isn't it? Isn't it? Okay? 
So Egyptian now saw them that the enemy have gained this time. Because, oh, you know, all night they have already gone so far into the center of the uh, of the sea or almost out three quarter. Then Egyptian pursued them. You know, God said, "I would, I would, I would make Pharaoh pursue you." All Pharaoh's horsemen and chariots and horsemen, uh, horses and chariots and horsemen followed into the world sea. During the last watch of the night, come and see this God do. The Lord what? Look down from the pillar of fire and followed at the Egyptians' army and threw them into confusion. I cannot imagine that. Paint that picture in your mind for a while. The cloud and the fire mixed together, and God looked down. <laughs> And they saw the eyeball of God. The Bible says nobody sees God and leaves. Egyptians saw God and they perished. It doesn't matter how many demons they said is pursuing you. When your God look at them, those demons from that day, they go back to hell. They go back to hell. I will be together. I hope no one in this church can be a fool to those who call themselves deliverance ministers and listen to all their trust that they tell you about demon 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 people who do not know the awesomeness of the god that we serve and talk about the fallen one and scare innocent people by the ones that are fallen the one jesus defeated on the cross and after jesus defeated them on the cross he gave you the cross to carry <laughs> hallelujah didn't he say so if anybody will follow me, will carry his own cross. So Jesus didn't take cross to heaven. He gave it to you. That cross, don't you understand? The devil was defeated by that cross. Having, having counseled every regulation that stood against us and aside against us by the cross. He nailed him on the cross. He carried the cross. So having the same principles and powers, he made it published by the cross. That cross, that cross that you accepted Jesus to carry that cross, no devil. God did not create it. No demon. God did not. I've taken you to them now. Where they dwell? Could they touch you? Could they touch you? The authority you have is more than what Lucifer have. He controls all demons. You have more authority than Lucifer. Why should you be afraid of demons then? A born again, afraid of demons? The God that made them lives inside your belly. Oh, they said, this place you can't enter. Enter, take that God there and tell the God in you that they told me that this place is for the devil, but I believe that the act is the Lord's. You will see that God acts. You will see him act. If you follow me, don't follow fear. Am I with you? Everybody come and see revelation and the revelation of the devil. Tell him that he shall be unto my enemies. And, sir, I only spare you. <laughs> I will have said that your revelation shall be unto you. But because of Jesus, I spare you. I will together now. And you see God here. He looked down. So if anybody surround me that is not safe, he throw them into confusion straight away. It will do me with what you have said. You did it in, in with 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 Israelite on the at the Red Sea. Do it again, Lord. Let them see your eyes. They will see his eyes. Anybody see the eyeball of God cannot leave. Whoever it may be, the assignment is over. They will panic to death. I'm sure that Pharaoh would have probably said, that, Ah, 
I am not God. I am just a man. Because his sin is death. So then when, when, when uh, Israel has passed through the Red Sea, then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hands over the sea. That the waters may flow back over the Egyptians and their chariots and horsemen. What happened? Prophetic direction. Moses did what? Let's read together verse 27. Moses, yes. Don't you know that the right hand of God is majestic in power? Your mouth is the mouth of God. So what you speak will happen. Your hand is the hand of God. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Uh-uh. Well, I did a crusade in Lagos. And witches attended my meeting. Hmm? Because they have been doing it when they say they have crusade and they will go away. Get away with it. When the power of God came, I stretched my hand like this. It's the only hand I stretch. Why are you making noise, please? Okay, come out. What made you make noise? You make up out and tell us. All of them who have witchcraft. Do you know something? If you say that it's anointing, it's your own hand dry. <laughs> Excuse me. Is your hand dry? Anybody here have hand, dry hand? Don't you have oil in your hand? Anointing, don't you have anointing? How many of you have anointing? How many of you have anointing? See those lies who say to you that anointing, anointing as if it's here. I if somebody has a, a drum or, or a, a refinery in his house that he might just anointing, and others don't have it. Hello? What's the meaning of Christian, by the way? It's the anointed one. Christ means the anointed one. So when you say, when he calls you a Christian, what are they saying? The anointed one. Don't you understand? Stretch your hand. The devil mess about you. Stretch your hand to their eyes. If you meet anybody who says he's an occult, look into their eyes. See into their eyes. Let your eyes see their eyes. The one inside you will look through the windows of your eye. They will run. You don't need to pray. This is it here. God told Moses, stretch your hand. Don't draw back. The waters slowed back and covered the chariots on horsemen and the entire army of Pharaoh that that had followed the Israelites into the sea. Not one of them survived. God will not permit the devil. But the Israelites went through what? The sea on what? Shall we read that together, verse 29? But Alfred went through the sea on dry ground. I was there that day. What about you? I was there that day. We had God performed signs. I was in God when he performed the signs. 
The Bible says so. Then it says, That day the Lord saved Israel from the hand of Egyptian, and Israel saw the Egyptian lying dead the seashore. And when the Israelites saw what? Shall we read 31 together? People will see the great power of God in your life. This month of October, you will not escape it. I say they will see the outstretch of arm of God upon your life, upon your family, upon your finances, upon your spiritual. They will see the hand of God in your office. When people see the hand of God, they trust your God. When Nebuchadnezzar saw the hand of God, he said that the God of Israel should be worshipped. He told them to destroy all idols. God will show his hand upon your lives. Listen to me. Your dream will change. Nightmare will become a history for you. It will never happen again. We're going to pray. But before we pray, let's see what follows. Then Moses and his aunt and Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is what? Highly exalted. Hallelujah. These are things that choir should use and be singing for us. The horse and its rider it has what? Born into what? The sea. The Lord is what? Shall we read it together? The Lord. Stand up on your feet and let's read the word of the living God. Somebody say it loud. The Lord is my friend. Yes? My father's God, that is the God of Apostle William. Somebody say amen. That is the God of Apostle William. Let me tell you something. I'm only introducing you to your father. <laughs> our God and our father. You can always call him. You send Apostle Alfred William. He's my spiritual father. I told you the pastor who went to who went to Liberia and the witches came physically to come and challenge and they said you will not do crusade. They called rain. The man went to the pulpit and said, Father, I'm the spiritual son of your son, Apostle Alfred Williams. He said, Rain, you are a messenger. messenger. A messenger does not disturb a messenger. I command to stop. They had him. Instantly wind and storm and rain. Boom. He now said, he said, it works. God is the God of fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, it works. It works. We are going to read that scripture to our prayer points. So, we, we said, my God, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Verse 3, the Lord... Hey, 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 don't read like that for me. The word of the living God. You are talking about God himself. I will talk to you from that verse next time you see my face. The Lord is a warrior. And I will take you to the warfare where God fought. That's what I will do. So, we need together. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. 
Pharaoh's chariot and his army, he has hopped into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Yes, the deep waters have covered them. They sank like so. Yes, your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to tell the Lord. Your right hand, O Lord, is majestic in power. Your right hand, O Lord, me. Your right hand about my life, your right hand about my family, your right hand about our churches, your right hand, oh God, is majestic in power. Holy Father, stretch out your hand, stretch out your hand, my God, stretch out your hand, my God, in this house, oh God, let us see your right hand in this October, Lord, let people see your right hand in my life, Lord, in my life, Lord, your right hand, oh God, smash the enemy. Your right hand, set your right hand over this house. Set your right hand over this house. Set your right hand over these people. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let there be freedom. Set your right hand. Let there be power, Lord. Awesome power of God. Awesome power of God. Your right hand of God is majestic in power. Oh Lord, let your right hand be stretched out to our lives. Scatter the enemies, every cohort of Satan. Let them take to flight. Let them see your right hand, God. Let your right hand lead us into the new year. Let your right hand lead us every day. Let your right hand lead us into our new year. Oh, Lord, your right hand is majestic in power. In every family, in every home. Lord, show your right hand. Show your right hand. Set your right hand. Destroy the enemy. Destroy the enemy that rise up against us. By your right hand, oh God. By your right hand, oh God. By your right hand, oh God. Set your right hand, oh God. The enemy stands against our businesses. Set your right hand, oh God. Enemies stand against our churches. Set your right hand, oh God. Against our health. Let your right hand of God fight for us. Take down your right hand, my King of Heaven. Your right hand of God smash the enemy. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let creative miracles take place from our brain. Our mind, our hearts, our organs, creative miracle, Lord. Creative miracle, Lord. The miracle of the right hand of God. The miracle of the right hand of God. In the bodies of our people. In their bones and joints and marrows. Liver, kidney. Hear the word of the Lord. Receive the miracle of the right hand of God. Father, the womb of our women, receive the miracle of right hand of God. Lungs, receive the miracle. Receive the miracle. 
That your name be exalted. That your name be exalted. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my King. It says, by the blast of your nose, the waters piled up. The surging water stood firm like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue, I will overtake them. I will divide the spoil, I will gorge myself on them, I will draw my sword. And my hand will destroy them. Father, I pray for anybody who is in that position now, who the enemy is pursuing. Satan has set his cohorts to pursue them. And they have decided they will spoil them. They will gorge them, gorge on them, and draw their sword, and they will destroy them. Father, the Bible says God will not permit. Father, I say God will not permit. But you blew your breath. Father, blow your breath against them. Lord, blow your breath against them. Lord, blow your breath against them. He says, and they, and they seek over them. They sank like lead in the mighty water. Who among the gods is like your God, like you, O God? Who is like you, majestic in, in holiness, awesome in glory? Working wonders, working wonders, working wonders. I declare 30 days of wonders. In the name of the Lord of hosts, you are working wonders. You are working wonders. You are working wonders. I declare the wonders. In the name of the Lord of hosts, you are working wonders. You are working wonders. You are working wonders. Six days of wonders. No, 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 You stretch out your right hand, and the earth swallow them. In your unfailing law, you will lead the people you have redeemed. Is that not us? In the prophecy of Moses is our generation. We are the people that are redeemed. Father, Father, out of your unfailing law, guard your church. In your strength, you will guard them to, holy, to your holy dwelling. May the Spirit of God upon you never depart from you until you see the Lord face to face. So shall it be unto us, and so it is. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Put your hands together for the King of heaven. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. Hallelujah, Lord, forever. Hallelujah forever. As you keep standing, it will be a good time to remember the cross of Christ. Can I have the ministers come to me, please? All the pastors. Oh, Lord, my God. We thank you, Lord. 
For your right hand is majestic in power. You are valiant God, King of heaven. You know what you sing for me? Guide me, Yes, Lord. Bread of heaven. Bread. For I received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took the bread. And after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your body that was broken. We remember, Lord, the mutilation of your body. We remember, Lord, the agony of the cross. Father, the thorns, crown of thorns that went through your brain, your head, a blood spewing out of your ribs when you were pierced. And all we can say is, thank you, our Savior. Father, may your death on the Calvary for us never be wasted. By the world I have spoken today to your people, may it work strength and faith in them, so that in their hearts, you will be exalted above all names and all things. Some may say, is this so simple? This man talks about devil and demons just like this. Lord Jesus, I will not with my mouth say that the one you have defeated and you left on earth defeated is anything than what you said in the book of Luke chapter chapter. 10, verse 18. I saw Satan fall like light. And I will not but also exalt your word. In the book of Ephesians 3, 6, we have been raised up with Christ and seated, up, seated with him in the heavenly places. Why the Bible referenced the devil as a fallen being? He referenced us as a risen being. So, Lord, we thank you. All this came by your body. In the same way, after supper, you took the cup, saying, This cup 
is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in my in remembrance of me. But whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So we thank you, Father, for the blood of the Lamb, by which we were cleansed of all our sins and made holy, presented before the holy kingdom of God. Thank you for the blood of the Lamb, by which we were healed of all our infirmities and diseases. Thank you for the blood of the Lamb, by which the devil was defeated and cast out of heaven. We give you the praise that we can partake in it. Father, because of your adoption, the adoption of sonship, we give you the praise that when you will come on the last day, when we have the table, the Lord's table, we shall be there. By your grace and mercy, the Holy Spirit you have given to us is sealed according to what you have said, that will remain with us and bring us to that presence. We believe it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' holy name, we are prayed. Lord, I bless all this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The body of Christ was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. And the blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. And the blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The body of Christ was broken for you. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. The blood of Jesus was shed for you. The body of Christ was broken for you. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Take this remembrance that Jesus died for you and be thankful. Thank you, Jesus. And they add together.
If your heart, you can sit down, please, so that we know that those standing are waiting to be served. You can go on your knees and speak to the Lord after. All your heart to the Lord, telling specifically what you want Him to do for you. He hears the cry of your heart.
Father, we thank you because you have heard our cry. In Jesus' holy name. Please rise up on your feet. And stretch your hands before the Lord. Stretch your hands before the Lord. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his desire. May God remember all your sacrifices and accept your bond offerings. May God give you all the desires of your heart. And may the Lord grant resources to come for you so that it will make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious. I will lift our, up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you and grant all your petitions. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and unto Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you in this season. May the Lord grant us sight to read into his archives, that we may understand the mystery step for the new year and for the rest of our year. May the Lord grant direction to everyone and reveal your destiny to you. May the Lord empower you in every way to achieve and fulfill the destiny. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Let's sit down. We prepare for our offering. Today is the third day of victory night. Can you give us a coordinate for our offerings, please? Can I just say that when we close, the people are the um and the tricaster don't shut down. You go off and then we will set out your tricaster to go to YouTube. I want that done today. And Elder Charles, could you please go up and meet them before we close, so that when we close, I'll meet you guys there. Let's bow our heads and pray over our giving. And with great joy in your hearts, just celebrate your offering. Thank God for giving you grace in this season of recession to be able to give unto the Lord. And we thank you for grace of abundance. We bless your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. All right, let's stand up together. Choir, sing for us. Thank <laughs> you. 
We bless you, Lord God. The one who spoke harvest and it came in the midst of dryness. The one who commanded the cloud and it gave rain in the very heat of the desert. Oh, Lord our God, the one who filled the trenches with water and there was no rain. We exalt and magnify you. You are our God. And so, Lord, out of what you have given, we are brought unto you with gladness of heart. And this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Please let me sit there. Is Pastor Tyler? Please. Come on, do the announcement. Praise the Lord. We'd like to warmly welcome anyone who's joining us for the very first time. If this is your first time in the Bethesda building, can I see you raise your hand? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Someone is waving because this is the first time in Bethesda building. If this is your very first time in CFC Cathedral, can I see you raise your hands? Praise the Lord. <laughs> so you're still awake. A few people were doing that. Well, you're welcome very much. If you're joining us online, you're welcome to Christ Great Tabernacle. Thank you very, very much for being here today with us. We trust you've been blessed. This is day three of our victory nights. And God is doing some awesome things. I hope we all heard. 30 days of what? 30 days of what? Well, it does mean for the next 30 days, you're not going to miss any of the meetings, be it on Zoom or in person, because you just don't know what's going to happen on any given day. Set yourself that target that I will not miss any of the meetings over the next 30 days, because we meet on a daily basis. And just put that, plug that in. And those who are joining us online as well, please Join us on a daily basis. We'll either be on YouTube or on Zoom, as the case might be. But if you're in the greater London area, we'd like to invite you to please join us in person. And you heard apostles say that there's going to be an anointing someday, sometime. And because there's no forward warning, we don't know what day that would be for a new heart. Praise the Lord. Please let us know you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cfcchurches.org. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll be meeting online at 9 p.m. on Zoom, and you can join us on YouTube as well. On Wednesday, we'll be having Bible study, and it's at 7 p.m., and we'll be looking at, at the book of Psalm 56 and reflection on Psalm 55. Please join 
on YouTube, and I keep forgetting there's free conference call. There's the, there's those dedicated members who come on free conference call each day as well. So please join us on those on those channels. And of course, on Thursday we're back 9 p.m. as well. And on Friday we'll be here. Friday we'll be here at 11 p.m. And we'll have we'll be here Friday stroke Saturday. And please keep lifting up those who are going on to Bristol. Women of Rare Destiny Convention in Bristol will take place Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's usually the last um, Women of Rare Destiny Convention or meeting for branch that is outside before the grand, grand end of this month. In fact, this year we have not been doing what we normally do, kind of like we should have. I'm not the one who should be echoing this. There's someone else who should be echoing it. But, sorry, I'm doing it. I'm doing a good job. Well, I, I've, been, I've been a co-opted member. In fact, I think I've attended more Women of Rare Destiny meetings than some women here. I sincerely think I've attended for, than some women here. And that shouldn't be the case. Praise the Lord. So I'm a co-opted member. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Well, please join us. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> it is well. It is well. We thank God for the opportunity and the privilege. And the, it's always a great pleasure to be a part of that as well. So please, let's make a note of it. Let's pray for those going on to Bristol. But whilst they're in Bristol, we'll be here as well. And there's a lot that the Lord is going to be doing in our midst. On Sunday, we'll be having two services here at the cathedral, 10 a.m., 8 p.m., 8 a.m. at Bethesda with intercessory prayer starting at 7 a.m. at Bethesda and 9 a.m. here. I'd like you to please welcome with me our Father and the Lord as we close. Amen. Pastor, I want to join every group. <laughs> just, just one more, very, very quickly. Jewels in the crown, apologies. We didn't have the meeting yesterday because... Um, and this, because of the marathon, so it would take place on Sunday. Please note that. Jewels in the Crown and um, Morning Star yes, on Sunday, please. And I think Mommy has um, the video of the Jewel in the Crown and Morning Star that she will show to, to you. I think it will be the last Sunday of the month we will show that. So that the Morning Stars, you can communicate with uh, your colleagues in Nigeria. Shall we rise up together on our feet, please? Look at somebody and say to him that you are blessed. Make sure you follow the prophetic word of God. Tell tale. And things will happen for you in a matter of days. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven and let's share the grace together in fellowship? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Turn the song beside you and share the grace together. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all and forevermore. And surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You shall dwell in the house of the Lord.
forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> yeah, shall we shall some blessing you fall in your house? A.B. unto us according to our confession. Please, as your testimony rolling, write them down and send them to admin at CFT churches so that we can thank God for you. God bless you. Please be seated. Ushers will leave you out. Elder Charles, I wait for you. Thank you.